hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. Think it's too late to pay off your credit card debt? Think again. Think you're too straight to listen to the Queer Money Podcast? Think again. Think the debt-free guys can't get you out of debt? Again, think again. (laughs) On today's Queer Money, we're featuring two members of the credit card payoff course, a wife and husband team. Karen and Dave found themselves in a lot of credit card debt, mostly because they're taking care of family. One of their adult children is special needs and relies on Karen and Dave. Because of these added expenses, Karen and Dave must be super judicious with every penny they have. With the help of the credit card payoff course, as you'll soon hear, we're helping them pay off their debt fast, improving their credit scores, and helping them lower expenses while increasing their income. It's a lot of work, and they're working hard, and that's exactly why you're going to love Karen and Dave by the end of this episode. The doors for the credit card payoff course will open to new members Sunday, September 8th, 2019. To make sure you don't miss your chance to finally pay off your credit card debt, get on the course email list at debtfreeguys.com forward slash 162. Now, let's hear from Karen and Dave. This podcast is sponsored by Capital One. Capital One is redesigning the banking experience by offering simple, straightforward, and seamless ways for you to bank from almost anywhere. So banking fits into your life, not the other way around. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. Well, welcome to the show, Karen and Dave. We're excited to have you. Thank you for joining us. We're excited to be here. Thank you. Yep. Absolutely. So would you mind for our listeners, please, providing some context about your financial situation before taking the credit card payoff course? Well, basically, very deep in debt. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I think, uh, well, there was a loan for my hearing aids, another loan that I had, and then I had maybe five, possibly six credit cards. Wow. And I had, I, we have separate credit cards and accounts, but um, all the uh, household expenses and, and the credit cards where we bought things for both of us and for the house um, are in my account. And I'm not going to tell you how many I had, but, <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, um, but I calculated how much interest I was paying, and I think it was on just my side, I think it was about $700 a month. And uh, since taking the course, I am happy to say that it's down to 500 a month, even though I wasn't able to get a lower, lower interest credit card. Wow. So even with just that, you're going to save roughly $2,400 a year right. in interest. But the fact that you're paying it off also means that your balance is going down. <laughs> so right. That one means... credit card. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's this great. You know, you're it's... right. One credit card is complete. One of my credit cards is completely paid off. Nice. Nice. That's great to hear. I'm sorry. I got three of mine total that's been paid off. That's awesome. And, uh, I think two two of the loans. Nice. That's a, that's a success story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love hearing that. That's awesome. And if I remember correctly from the previous discussion, you just have a, a car loan outstanding. Is that right? No, I have a, two more credit cards and a car loan. And a car okay. loan. Okay, gotcha. 
Okay. Chipping away at it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Chipping away at it. These these are the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the, the, that's something for the, our listeners to remember that no matter what strategy you adopt to pay off your credit cards, is that it you know it, it's still going to be a process. There's right. no easy fix it solution. And I know that lots of people may consider bankruptcy or even when they get the notice that they've had a charge off that that they might think that things have been solved, um, and it's not. It's really just starting. So the more proactive you can be. With whatever strategy you adopt, the better. And, uh, and we're we're partial <laughs> to the credit card payoff course. But <laughs> right. uh, so, do you mind me asking how, how did you? You know, you don't have to provide too many specifics. But how did you acquire your credit card debt? How did you build up those balances? Well, part of it is we have um, children with uh, they're adults now, but we have children that have that have various forms of disability. And for instance, I can give one, one of my sons who passed away um, from cystic fibrosis in 2015, we knew he was dying and he really wanted to go back to where he had lived the first, he was adopted, where he lived the first eight years of his life, which was Savannah. And we went up there, but he, he ended up in intensive care in Savannah. And then he came back and was in the hospital here for about three weeks, I think, before he, he passed away. So the cost of the trip and the cost of the funeral, you know, we put on the credit card because we didn't have the money. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's one example. And then, you know, that's actually a fair amount there. So there were other things like that. Um, A a lot of it was we made purchases that we should have looked and say, do we need this or do we want this? (laughs) And, you know, we some of that um, is part of it as well. But a fair amount is helping out relatives. And um, we have to stop it (laughs) Uh, or at least cut down on it and get these paid off because we're not getting any younger. Right. I had a son that I had to go and pick up and bring here to live with us for a while. And of course, I had to rent a car to drive up there and, and rent a truck to bring his stuff back. And and it was a stay while I was up there and a stay on the way up and way back. But that, that was possibly a big part of it. But I'm like her. I bought things that I really didn't need. Mm-hmm. As, you're, as you're talking, I wonder, you know, it sounds like you, you feel a lot a sense of responsibility in taking care of your children. And you went through some challenging times. Would you attribute any of the sort of unconscious spending possibly to trying to, you know, make yourselves feel a little bit better? going through those challenging times? I haven't thought about that, but that might well be. It's like we almost, without thinking, uh, I would think we sort of felt like we needed rewarded a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would, would think that, especially going through some of the, the challenges that you've had, maybe just seeking a little bit of solace in, in whatever it is that you're spending on. Uh, I don't know what your, your um, peccadillos are, <laughs> but um, you know, we all sort of gravitate to sort of using spending as sort of a band-aid. You know, there's all sorts of ways that we make ourselves feel better. Some people it is, you know, drinking or drugs, and obviously that's not that that's your situation. Yeah, that's not us. But right. um, but but some people gravitate towards spending or other habits. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, I I got to the point where I just basically had to to quit spending on anything that wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. And it's like going through withdrawal, I think, from drugs. I've never been on drugs, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah. it is It is. It is difficult. I mean, I, David and I are, are... I wouldn't say we're 
we were habitual spenders, but we were definitely unconscious spenders. And it's a whole different dynamic when you start to tell yourself no. Yes, <laughs> and, then, and then you think to yourself, but I'm the decider, so I can <laughs> say yes if I want to. <laughs> and that's a challenge. But what I think is, is, is great about, about the credit card payoff group on Facebook that we have is, um, and the feedback that we've been getting from some of the students is, is just that being more aware of their spending and, and just having a regular conversation with the group and with themselves about how they spend or about money. It's just making them make slightly better decisions. And it's those, even just those slight better decisions that, that, that build up over time. Right. And I, we had tried, we had been trying for a little while to, to solve this problem that we have. And we both subscribed to YNAB, but mm -hmm. that just wasn't quite enough, I guess I should say. And one of the newsletters from YNAB talked about your uh, grocery uh, shopping and, and menu planning mm -hmm. uh, uh -huh. and also the fact that you had about your getting out of debt. And so that's how we first found out about you. And and I got I downloaded your grocery information. And then when the course came up and then uh, you were very kind to offer discounts to people, that's when I when I we got it. The difference to me is analyzing the spending and really taking a hard look at what you're doing and your flexibility as well. Because some of the other programs that I've seen, it's like you have to do it this way. Well, if you can't do it this way, then it's fail, right? Mm -hmm. And that's not the case with your course. And the Facebook Live really makes a big difference because you've got, number one, it's a community, but we've got a check-in. Yeah. And that's something that's missing with some of the other things, too. So we have a weekly check-in. That means we need to pay attention and we need to get, if we're off of the course or whatever, we need to get back to it. Mm -hmm. Plus, we get questions answered that come up that aren't necessarily answered completely by the course. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. I, I love the, that you brought up the the spending analysis that we do. I think a lot of uh, YNAB is great, a lot as well as a lot of other budgeting and tools that are created to help people pay off debt. And whatever works for people is is great. But David and I found that if you only fi if you only work on one side of the balance sheet and figuring out how to pay off your credit card debt without figuring out maybe way, ways to stop the habits that got you in that situation, then it's harder to make progress. And that's why we think that the spending analysis is, is so good. For example, it, it highlighted to us when we did it ourselves for the first time, we didn't. We were surprised at how much money we were spending on wine. <laughs> we, we knew we liked wine, but we didn't know how much we were spending on it. And we just couldn't afford the, the, the spending habit that we had. So we had to dial that back. And I think from other people who've gone through the course, they typically find two or three areas that they were surprised with how they were spending and quickly saw that even just dialing those categories back a little bit can help them make a lot of progress with paying off their credit card debt. Yeah. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Capital One's checking and savings accounts have no fees and no minimums. And with one of the best saving rates in America, you can rest easy watching your money grow with no fees to bring you down. You can open an account in about five minutes, which means you are only about five minutes away from getting your savings to grow with one of the nation's best rates. As I said, I handle all the household expenses and payments. So I went back. I did an entire year. It took me forever, <laughs> but I did a whole year of expenses, which I have them in Quicken, but I had to tr transfer it to the to the spending analysis. And then I also went through all my credit card expenses. 
and added those. And that was where there was a big surprise as well, because uh, it's real easy to buy a 99 cent or $1.99 Kindle book. And that doesn't seem like anything, but if you add them up for the year, (laughs) (laughs) that's one of my books and music are, are both for both of us. That's, that's an area where we, we, and obviously that's not our major expenditures that have gotten us into this, but we spend quite a bit on books and music and we've had to, that's something we've had to dial back a little bit. Yeah. And with me, it's Udemy classes. Oh Uh, oh, yeah. 999. I've got a, so many there, I'll probably never be able to finish them. <laughs> yeah. <Super> interesting. <laughs> right. You know, it, it was interesting when I did the spending analysis, Karen, I also did the full year. And that's when we started to realize that we make so many of those little purchases. It's that there's, it's not that the purchase in and of itself is necessarily wrong, but it's the fact that we have maybe 10 or 12 of those small purchases a week. And then you multiply that by 52 weeks in the year and you can see how a $3 purchase or a $5 purchase here and there, when we really think about it at the, in the moment, we're like, oh, no big deal. It's three, three or $5. But then, like you said, it just, then you start to see the fact that there are so many of them. <laughs> then right. you realize there are two or 300 of them a year. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing is that we were going out to dinner pretty much every week on our Saturday night date night. And sometimes instead of dinner or in addition to dinner, we would go to a movie probably only once or twice. That was only once or twice a month. And so um, that was part of of Dave's spending. And we realized that when we took a look at that, it's like, well, that's something we can cut back. So we now go out for dinner once a month. And we also can do a date night with having some something that we'd like to eat that's maybe a little different or something, or maybe just have ice cream for dinner or something at home and watch a movie at home instead of going out. So uh, that's one of the, the one of the things that we've done as well. So I have to pause here. Ice cream is a dinner? <laughs> David? Okay, please proceed. <laughs> All right. So, so Karen, I, I, I kind of have a question for you that I don't think we had talked about before, but based on the fact that you're saving $200 a month now on interest, why don't you just go back to having date night and going out to movies all the time? Because I don't have enough paid off. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Nice. Yeah. So you make some progress, but doesn't the progress feel good? You want to continue making it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we're senior citizens and um, I work part time to give us extra money. But um, as a consultant and I I have it, I get a fairly good salary, but only for the hours that I work. And sometimes I work very little and sometimes I work a lot, but I can't do that for the whole rest of my life. So Mm -hmm. we really need to um, we really need to get everything that we can paid off. And then plus we'll have money, we'll be able to do some traveling or, you know, do some things that we want to do. I love it. Um, <laughs> once we have some of this paid off. So right. nice. It's about fulfilling those hopes and dreams, right? Exactly. Before right. it's too late. Yeah. And, you know, from the, from the uh, credit cards I paid off, I have some extra money. But I'm putting the majority of that toward paying off the next cards because those are bigger ones. Yep. Right. Yep. And also I'm I'm trying to build up a savings so I don't have to put more on a credit card. 
So it's a little bit more sacrificing and maybe less trouble in the future. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And what Dave is talking about there is, is the debt lasso method that we walk people through, through the credit card payoff course, using the saved money that's not going towards interest, uh, but putting that towards uh, your other credit card debt so you can pay off your debt much more quickly. So I'd like to ask, what was the catalyst for you to take action right now? What was going on that sort of made you say, now's the time for us to, to, to spend money on a course to help us pay off credit card debt? Well, actually, I had started before because, like I said, I got to the point where I had no credit left. I was having trouble paying the payments on time. I had a few late payments, and uh, I was just struggling. And I said, I've got to do something, you know, and I, I knew I was buying things that I didn't necessarily need. And so I just I, I quit buying. It was the first thing I did. And then I started seeing, well, you know, can I put extra $100 on this one? And, you know, instead of putting it in savings or spending it foolishly, just, you know, and then when it started, the balances started going down, that was encouraging. Mm -hmm. Right. Then we'd come across your course and, and because I was struggling to try to figure it out myself. Now, between YNAB and your course, it taught me a lot about how to pay it off and how to do budgeting, which I, I had never learned. Nobody talked to me ever in my life about about budgeting. And that should be mandatory for parents to explain it to their kids. <laughs> we <laughs> wish. How can they? Yeah, and I never had that either. Yeah. And I, I just wanted to say that I never have a late payment. My credit score says 100% paid on time. Nice. <laughs> but nice. I think the catalyst was that you know, while we had been looking at different things and realized we need to do do something, I think the reason that that's that we decided that to spend the money, even though we were trying not to spend money, spend money on the course, was that we realized that we were struggling to figure out what we needed to do, just like Dave said, and that we needed more help. And it it appeared to us from what the information we had received from you already and the information on the course it seemed like it would be worth it to spend that money for the course. And we absolutely feel that it's been well worth it. Awesome. Thank you so much for saying yes, that. Thank we, you. We appreciate it. And it, it excites us to hear about your progress because David and I have been there. We know what it's like to have that debt and to watch people make progress and peel away all those dollars of, of, of credit card debt. We just know how that feels and it, it gets us excited. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm wondering what elements of the course do you most like or have you liked most so far? Good question. Well, the spending analysis is an extremely valuable tool and I hope to keep up with doing that. But, and I, we, we haven't really gotten into the budgeting module enough to say, I think that's going to be probably number two. Nice. Nice. Uh, but you know it's that's hard to say but absolutely the spending analysis i've never seen anything like that and it really showed it showed me a lot and you know and that i i just i can't say enough about that that part of it well you know karen i'm gonna send out a reminder <laughs> <laughs> yeah a year from now it's time time for everybody time for another analysis. spending analysis <laughs> well i was trying to do it every month i haven't quite managed that but but um but I mean, I do keep track, but not not quite the way the spending analysis is. Sure. So um, I'm going to try try to try to do better on that. 
another thing, something else that caused us to really take a look at this is Dave had three surgeries in a year. And he had two knee replacement surgeries, which we knew were going to happen. And then right just about, well, 13 months after the first knee replacement surgery, he unexpectedly had to have eye surgery. And it's even with good insurance, we have, you know, I think last year, not not counting what happened this year, but we, we, it was over $5,000 in out of our pocket. Mm-hmm. even with good insurance. And I realize that's not as much as a lot of people have to pay, but still that really messes up your, your budget and your, when you have to, and, and they come in, the bills come in like two or three months later, you've got $300 here and $150 here and you haven't planned for it because you didn't know that was coming in. Right. And so that was another, that was another one of the of the things that made us think we really have to to get our finances in order so that um, you know we don't get surprised like this. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons that I want to build my savings up is we were each paying six hundred and fifty dollars a month for our insurance, and I got tired of it. They raised my insurance eighty dollars a month one year, and so I decided to go on to Social Security, Medicare. Well, Medicare. I'm sorry, I'm on Social Security. So it, it, in a way, is scary, but it's going to save me about $400 a month in an insurance payment. Right. But I want to have the money back that when those copays come in, I'll be able to pay them. Right. Right. Exactly. Nice. Well, I think that you bring up a, a, an important point, and obviously... David and I and the credit card payoff course won't solve the the health care <laughs> health insurance crisis in America, but it can you know unexpected surprises can completely throw your your budget and your financial situation off whack, and that's why in in module five of the credit card payoff course we do cover creating or building an emergency savings account, and so hopefully those kinds of uh, unexpected surprises you're, you're more prepared for those than you might otherwise would be. Right. So you've touched on it a little bit so far, um, but I'd like to end on this note. When the, the credit cards are paid off, what do you plan on doing with all the extra money? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let's see. We'll have uh, we'll go out for date night every week. Yay! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, we'll um, if we if we are doing well enough, we will buy a small travel trailer. Is what we'd like to do. That nice. may be beyond what we can do, but that's that's a dream that we have. But our goal is absolutely to do some traveling for me to stop working on a regular basis so that we don't have to take that into consideration as far as traveling, et cetera. Um, what else? Well, we, we just both want to travel. I, I want to see at least the United States. I'd like to see also like the Bahamas. Mm. I have been when I was younger, to a resort in, in Mexico, which was nice. Nice. At Puerto Vallarta. But uh, I, there's there's places in the United States I haven't seen. I haven't seen the Grand Canyon. Many of the large national parks I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, we, you know, I'm, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> I'm not getting any more. Uh, well, I should be able to eventually walk better and move better, but... <laughs> <laughs> It's just, you know, time is running out, you know, hopefully we'll have another 20 years, but who knows. That's a lot of years to do a lot of fun things once those cards are paid off. Yeah, We have to also have money to have someone come and take care of our animals while we're gone (laughs) because we have dogs and cats and chickens. Oh, wow. (laughs) And and bees and bees too. Oh, wow. wow. 
So that's awesome. Well, and I think, yeah, it's, it's important to, to remember or know what those goals are. And we cover that in module one of the course and figuring out what your hopes and dreams are, because it's those hopes and dreams that for at least, especially for David and me, that we, we held on to during the tough times when we were paying off our credit card debt and it was just a little bit harder than we wanted it to be. Um, cause it's not easy. It, you know, it, you're making some sacrifices. You have to be diligent and consistent. And there are just some times that you just want to go back to your old habits and forget about your credit card debt for a weekend. But it's those hopes and dreams, the idea of traveling and having the quality of life that you're looking for that, that you can hold on to that inspire you to, to stick it out. Yeah, honestly, it, it's not uh, it's not always easy no. to, to follow the budget. You know, <laughs> things pop up and say, well, that, that would be nice. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> we have a success story. Oh, yeah. We went this past weekend to a festival where there were was a lot of arts and crafts, including Native American flutes, which we like. And we had to pay to get into the festival, but we did not spend one penny in the festival. Oh, nice. <laughs> and that's different from the past? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we'll say about that. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, well, let's let's get you back on the path to being able to do that again in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Karen and Dave, thank you so much. It's been such a, I, for, for David and me, my David and me, it's, it's been such a pleasure having you two in the course. We're so happy that you took the opportunity to, to take the course and um, working with you has been inspiring and exciting for the two of us. And we, we look forward to helping you get all those credit cards paid down to zero. Um, and we also want to thank you for your time and, and uh, coming on the Crib Money podcast. We know it's it's an, uh, not a normal request yes. <laughs> for most people. So we, we appreciate you uh, agreeing to doing this and so thank you very much. You're very welcome, and we're very happy to do it. Yeah, I really appreciate the fact that you are have made this course and are doing something to teach people how to manage your money. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you, Karen and Dave, for being so open and honest about your story with our Career Money listeners. You're an inspiration, and my David and I are so happy to have you as part of the credit card payoff course and to also now have you as friends. To our Career Money listeners, as you can see, there's no reason to not start paying off your credit card debt. Any excuse to wait is nothing more than an excuse. As I said at the beginning of this episode, the doors to the credit card payoff course will open again to new members Sunday, September 8th, 2019 for a short time only. To make sure you don't miss your chance to finally pay off your credit card debt, get on the course email list at debtfreeguys.com forward slash 162. We'll talk with you next week. To learn more about how our sponsor, Capital One, is reimagining their local spaces and experiences to have banking better fit your life, visit www.capitalone.com and follow them on social at Capital One Cafe. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.